We're coming to the end of another year and it's time to look really closely at your finances so that you're prepared when it comes time to file your taxes. Today, I'm talking about a common misconception when it comes to figuring out what your taxable income is. Many business owners will take a look at their business bank account and think that this is the number they will need to pay their taxes on. But this is not accurate and it causes a lot of problems when it comes down to calculating taxes owed on taxable income, especially if that bank account balance is lower than the actual net income. This can bring about a large tax liability that you may not be ready for. I've heard many times that business owners don't think that they'll owe taxes because they only have a small dollar amount in their bank account. This, in theory, seems like it should be the answer, but you'll find out today what can cause this number to not match what your true profit or loss or your net income amount is. So whether you're just getting started with your business, you're self-employed, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, remote, virtual, or online bookkeeper, virtual assistant, or VA, you really want to pay attention to this episode so that you don't fall into this same belief. I want to make sure that you are as prepared as possible for filing your taxes, and you don't find any surprises when you figure out what your tax consequences are for the year. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week, you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Over the last 20 plus years of doing bookkeeping, I've learned a thing or two about what works for not only my bookkeeping business, but also for other business owners. I know sifting through the available options takes time. I want you to know about two solutions that will not only save you time, but they'll keep you in compliance and reduce stress. Do you want to reduce your stress level? First, I highly recommend you check out QuickBooks Online. I've used QuickBooks for over 20 years and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners and I would say that over 95% of my clients are using QuickBooks for their business. The bank feeds save you so much time and I can help you save 50% off your first three months. 
Second, payroll changes are hard to keep up with and I know how frustrating this can be. That's why I recommend ADP as your payroll solution. I've used ADP to process payroll for years and years and they are one of the industry-leading payroll and HR solutions serving over 900,000 businesses. By using ADP, you can run your payrolls faster, easier, and with confidence. It doesn't matter if you have one employee or over a hundred. They'll help you pay your employees and taxes accurately and on time. You'll have peace of mind with all the resources you need, and they'll keep you in compliance by meeting reporting deadlines and process W-2s at your end. I work closely with ADP and I can help you save 15% off your services and take advantage of their promotions. Head over to financialadventure.com resources and learn about why choosing these resources matter to your business. They've made a significant impact in my business and I'm sure you'll agree they'll benefit your business as well. Welcome back. You grab your check register or you take a peek at your business account online and you see that the balance is relatively low. Although you're not happy with the amount of money that you have in your account, you're somewhat hopeful that you won't have to pay too much in taxes this year due to the low balance in your bank account. Well, I'm sorry to tell you that this is not the way that you decipher what your taxable income for the year will be for your business. but. I am glad that you're here with me today so that we can break down why this is incorrect and you'll have the knowledge to know where you need to look instead. First, we're going to start off with what your profit and loss or your net income is. Both terms are used interchangeably and regardless of which term you use, you will arrive at the same answer. When you're calculating your profit and loss or your net income, you simply take the total of all your business income or revenues and you subtract all of your business expenses. This amount tells you if you have a net profit or net income, if you have a positive number, or you may have a loss if you have a negative amount. This is the number that you will use on your tax return to calculate the amount of your tax liability. Next, let's take a look at your bank account balance. This is generated by adding up all of your deposits and subtracting all of your withdrawals from your bank account. It's the amount of money you have in your bank account as of a certain period of time. The best way to calculate this number is to make sure that you're reconciling your bank account to ensure that you're taking into consideration any withdrawals or deposits that have not cleared your bank. If you're still wondering why these two numbers may be different, Let's dig a little deeper. One of the reasons these numbers may be different and a reason that I see most frequently is when a business owner takes money out of their business for personal reasons. Think about this for a minute. If you're taking money out of your business for personal reasons, it would not be considered business income and it's not considered a business expense either, right? When you take personal money out of your business, this would be considered a draw and it does not show up on the profit and loss or your income statement at all. You would record these amounts on your balance sheet in your equity section since you're taking equity out of your business. You'll see your business bank account go down for the amount of money you take out of your business personally, but your net income or your loss will not change. 
If you have a situation where your bank account balance is lower than your net income, this could be one of the reasons for the difference. Another reason you may be seeing a difference may depend on if you're looking at an accrual or a cash basis report. I'll give you a quick description of each and then I'll explain more about why this could make an impact on the difference between your bank account balance and your net income. If you're looking at a profit and loss report that is accrual basis, this means that you're taking into consideration your accounts receivable and your accounts payable. Your total income is calculated on sales that you have made, but you may not have received payments on them yet. And your expenses are calculated on bills that you've received, but you may not have paid them yet. If you're looking at a cash basis report, on the other hand, there is no accounts receivable or accounts payable taken into consideration, which means that you are only looking at income that you have received payments on and expenses that you have already paid. When you think about these two reports, you could have completely different amounts for your net income if you have a high amount of receivables that you need to collect from your customers or you have a high amount of bills that you have not paid yet. If you're comparing an income statement prepared on the accrual basis, which is taking into consideration income that you have not received yet and would obviously not be in your bank account, this can cause a significant difference in these two amounts. Loan payments are another way that your bank account balance and your net income can be different. When you take out a loan, your loan is recorded as a liability on your balance sheet, and when you make your loan payments, this liability on your balance sheet goes down by the principal amount when you make each payment. The only amount that would be reflected on your income statement would be the expense portion of the interest that you're paying on your loan. In contrast, you'll see the full amount that you're paying on your loan decrease in your bank account balance. There are many other reasons why your bank account balance may not match what your profit and loss or your net income shows, but I wanted to jump into a few of the most common scenarios on this podcast. Most importantly, I want you to understand that looking at the balance in your bank account will not give you a true profit and loss or net income or net loss amount. Your bank account is essentially just capturing the money coming in and going out of your bank account. And there are times when the movement of these funds does not impact your profit and loss. When it comes to this time of the year, you really want to be looking at your net income or your profit and loss report to see how your finances are looking and to make decisions on any tax planning strategies for the year. I know that this can be a complicated concept and it's a misconception that many business owners make. Please know that I am here for you if you have any questions about this or any other bookkeeping topic. You can contact me by going to financialadventure.com contact hyphen us. I'd love to hear from you, and I personally respond to all of my emails. I've been getting a lot of feedback and questions from business owners just like you, and I decided to hold a workshop to help you answer your questions and to cover the seven mistakes to avoid in your business. 
In this workshop, you'll learn the secrets that successful entrepreneurs have overcome to raise the level of success in their business and master their small business finances. You can register for this workshop by going to financialadventure.com workshop. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. I'll post links for these and other valuable resources for business owners and bookkeepers where you're listening to this podcast and in the show notes. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, just because your balance in your bank account is relatively low, that doesn't mean that you won't have to pay too much in taxes this year due to the low balance in that account. Number two, the terms profit and loss or net income are both used interchangeably and regardless of which term you use, you'll arrive at the same answer. When you're calculating your profit and loss or your net income, you simply take the total of your business income or revenues and subtract all of your business expenses. This amount tells you if you have a net profit or net income if you have a positive number or you may have a loss if you have a negative number. This is the number that you will use on your tax return to calculate the amount of your tax liability. Number three, your bank account balance on the other hand is generated by adding up all of your deposits and subtracting all of your withdrawals from your bank account. It is the amount of money that you have in your bank account as of a certain period of time. The best way to calculate this number is to make sure that you're reconciling your bank account to ensure that you're taking into consideration any withdrawals or deposits that have not cleared your bank. Number four, one of the reasons that these two numbers may be different and a reason that I see most frequently is when a business owner takes money out of their business for personal reasons. When you take personal money out of your business, this would be considered a draw and it does not show up on the profit and loss or the income statement at all. You'd record these amounts on your balance sheet in your equity section since you're taking equity out of your business. You'll see your business bank account go down for the amount of money you take out of your business personally, but your net income or loss will never change. Number five, another reason you may be seeing a difference may depend on if you're looking at an accrual or a cash basis report. If you're comparing an income statement prepared on the accrual basis, it's taking into consideration income that you have not received yet and would obviously not be in your bank account. It's also taking into consideration bills that have not been paid yet, and those are obviously not in your bank account as well. This can cause a significant difference in these two amounts. Number six, loan payments are another way that your bank account balance and your net income can be very different. When you take out a loan, your loan is recorded as a liability on your balance sheet, and when you make your loan payments, this liability on your balance sheet goes down by the principal amount when you make each payment. The only amount that would be reflected on your income statement would be the expense portion of the interest that you're paying on your loan. In contrast, you'll see the full amount that you're paying on your loan decrease in your bank account balance. Number seven, I want you to understand that looking at your balance in your bank account will not give you a true profit and loss or net income or net loss amount. Your bank account is essentially just capturing money coming in and going out of your bank account. And there are times when the movement of these funds doesn't impact your profit and loss. 
Number eight, when it comes to this time of the year, you really want to be looking at your net income or your profit and loss report to see how your finances are looking and to make decisions on any tax planning strategies for the year. Number nine, join me for the workshop, The Seven Mistakes to Avoid in Your Business. In this workshop, you'll learn the secrets successful entrepreneurs have overcome to raise the level of success in their business and master their small business finances. You can register for this workshop by going to financialadventure.com workshop. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing that you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Thank you.